I will float something that just occurred to me. What if we had carried Joji Fukunaga to True Detective Dune and it was all about uh, hunting down Baron Harkonnen for his uh, <laughs> pedophilia? <laughs> uh, Baron Harkonnen, uh, I will say, uh, one of the things that Lynch gets absolutely right in his version of it is the stuff with Harkonnen is so terrifying and grotesque and like yeah. that that character oh fuck what's the name of the actor he was in uh pope of greenwich village too he was excellent and perfect for that role just like he, the just the, the way like i don't in the book he's described as being uh morbidly obese but lynch adds all of like the disgusting like pustules and like his just disgusting like flesh diseases um which really adds an element and then like there's that scene where they He's like floating around being covered in oil or blood or something. And then they just bring that like, I don't know, like young boy in and he just pulls that plug out of his heart and kills him. But it's like coded as like hyper, hyper, like sexual and like rapey. And it's just like so disturbing. That is really the incredible thing about the Lynch Dune movie is that like this was supposed to be like, you know, Star Wars or something. And there's that. And then within the first five minutes of the movie, Lynch shows you, you know, what in my opinion is like one of the most disgusting and disturbing images in film history, which is his take on what the Guild Navigator looks like. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, what's that like um, sort of phobia about like irregularly grouped together a series of holes or bumps? It's that. And it really, it just turns something inside of you. It's so, so repellent and gross. And it's just like, like you know, kids are like taken to see that movie like it was going to be the next Star Wars or something like that. And it's just like, what the fuck? And it was Kenneth McMillan, by the way. Kenneth McMillan, yeah. Right. And I think, so that's a great point. Like, I think that Lynch bringing his own sort of sense of these, um, in some ways, uh, cryptic, and mysterious but definitely disturbing aesthetics into Dune was the right move and it sort of reflects the sort of like strange unfriendly mystical center of the book and also like I will I love what you said about Harkonnen and how how Lynch nailed it because he's just so purely uh, cartoonishly evil would be the cliched phrase but it's not really cartoonish because it is like graphically disturbing so it's like it's, it's a little bit hard for a cartoon and like I'll quote Jacob Bacharach when we had him on was saying like you know, Baron Harkonnen is just purely evil, purely grasping, purely disgusting, purely decadent. There's nothing, there's none of this, you know, sort of uh, modern golden age of TV complexity of this villain. And he's like, hey, right. in the era of Jeffrey Epstein, we need to revive that. <laughs> well, we need to yeah. realize, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, some, some people are just monsters. And like the book does make clear and like, you know, Lynch, uh, like I said, captures it very succinctly. But like the book goes into quite, you know, detail about... Uh, how, you know, Harkonnen's, you know, uh, that he just basically like kills boys for fun. So like, you really right. go all in on that. Um, yeah, but like, uh, to me, like the interesting thing about like Dune, the book is that it's basically a novel of jihad, right? It's like, you know, all loosely based, like the Fremen are all like, you know, not even loosely, you know, based on like Bedouin Arab culture, and it's about how, you know, Paul Atreides becomes this messiah figure, you know, Maldib, and, you know, his religion, basically, and his kind of godhead instigates a, like, sort of galactic jihad, right? And what's interesting about the sequel, Dune Messiah, is that rather than give you, like, the rip-roaring sequel where it's all about, you know, 
uh, Maldives empire, or, you know, and him ruling the galaxy or whatever, it really like, it doesn't give you what you're hoping for, or what you're expecting. And the whole book is about uh, Paul trying to undo like the, the, the prophecy that he's locked into and really like the second two books. And like, even like, yeah, like basically for the rest of the series, what Herbert writes about is all about escaping the sort of um, the fate and prophecy that they're locked into. And like, and, and Paul's son, Leto played by James McAvoy in the, in the TV miniseries, uh, trying to find the golden path that his father was seeking, like his golden path, the golden path, meaning like charting a course outside the series of events that he has instigated, which has explicitly led to a galactic level genocide that is, you know, Herbert makes clear killed billions of people in this messianic religious war uh, to take over the galaxy, that he's not only trying to escape from that, but a series of events that will lead to the uh, extinction of uh, the human race in the galaxy. Right. So it's, it's about him um, and like all the people around him, like, you know, obviously, uh, you know, the Fremen um, have now taken over Arrakis, but also because the, it's becoming to be terraformed and there's water there now, some of them are becoming more uh, acclimated to like living in cities and having water and stuff. But then there's like sort of a civil war brewing between the people who basically want to, uh, you know, assassinate their own Messiah because of the changes that he is, you know, uh, in, you know, instituted in their traditional way of life and religion. And, you know, like the, like in Paul, you know, basically he, he dies at the end of the second book, except not really. He comes back in Children of Dune as kind of like this um, shabby uh, sort of street preacher character who throughout the whole book, you're wondering if it really is Paul or not. And then it turns out at the end, it actually is. And like he, he becomes a preacher who's like preaching about how corrupt the religion that like he is the founder of uh basically is it's like you know if jesus christ uh you know came back a second time and was like yeah christianity it's all fucked up uh don't do this anymore and then they kill him again basically hey everyone what you just heard is a preview of our latest exclusive episode to hear the rest and to access our entire catalog of exclusive content as well as our patrons only discord chat Become a patron at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. That's where you can support our work and make sure you get access to everything we do. Patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. Thanks. Thanks.